Okay, so first of all, before we start, today's learning is the Zechanishus Yaakov and Shargaf Avalevi, Sarlei Bashmotzi, Yochan Mepesach, the Rayesu Savim Rishua, Basar Vishur, Ravim and Rabarach, and Rishonim and Yudakai, and Ramayshim and Nachman Alevi. We're up to the end of the last line of Yud Gimel Amid Beis, the new Gemara, Hayivama Niknes Bebiya. The Mishnah said that Yivama is Niknes Bebiya, that if you want to acquire Yivama, there's no Kedushin, it's just Bia. I mean, there's rabbinic kedushin called the uh, called the maimer, but deraisa uh, it's not uh, it's just bia. And then she's kindness atzma with chalitza and misas ayavim. So the gemara says bebia minol. And how do I know that the only form of kedushin biblically by yivam is bia? How do you know there's no kedusha deraisa by a yivama? So the gemara says amar kra. The pasuk says yivama yavayaleha lukachalalisha. You'll live with her. You're going to have relations with her. And then you're married. So you see that the only form of Kenyan is through Bia. So the Gemara says, Maybe no. Maybe you have to do everything. Meaning, maybe in addition to Bia, you also have to do Kesef or Shtar. Meaning the Pasuk just says you have to have Bia to have a, have a full wife as a Yibam. So maybe in addition, you also have to do Kesef and Shtar. So lo can't be. The Tanya, as the Brisa says, You might think, you might think, <coughs> you might think that uh, you have Kesef and Shtar is able to make a marriage by Yivama, just like B is able to be Goymer, but you might think that Kesef and Shtar also is able to do something by Yibam. Tamalaymer v'yivma. Means this through relations is the way to acquire her. It's dafka through relations to the exclusion of all all other kinyan. So the Gemara says. So the words. The how do we know that kesef and shtar doesn't work? It's from the word v'yivma. Okay. Maybe v'yivma is means to teach you something else, and that is that yivam is affected bal karcha. Now, what what that means is like this: it doesn't mean you're supposed to do this. Of course, it's a terrible thing to do to a person, but it means that if the yavam attacks the yavama and lives with her against her will, it is a yivam, meaning she she is married to him and she needs a divorce, and there's no chalitza. There was an affected yivam. So, how do you know that v'yivma is teaching that? To the exclusion of Kesef and Shtar, maybe Vivma is teaching you the halacha of Balkarchai. So the Gemara says, Im Kain, you're right. But if it was it's teaching you both. Im Kain, if the Pasik was just teaching that Yibam to the exclusion of Kesef and Shtar, Lemikra Vibem. It could have said Vibem. The extra hey is to teach you that Balkarchai is fulfilling. My Shaminatarti. The answer is you learn out both. The word Vayibim teaches you that only Bia to the exclusion of Kesef and Shtar, and the extra hey teaches you that uh is also affected. Okay. Then the Pasik said then the Mishnah said that when is a Yavama single and allowed to marry anyone? Either Khalitsa or Misa Sayavam. So how do I know Khalitsa? How do I know that after Khalitsa she's allowed to marry anybody? So, Dechsev, the Pasuk, Minolan, how do I know that after Chalitza she's allowed to marry any person? Dechsev, because the Pasuk says, V'nikra Shmoi B'Yisrael Beis Chalot Right, the Pasuk says that after the brother who does Chalitza, it'll be declared for all of Klal Yisrael, Beis Chalot that this brother did Chalitza. So the way you're supposed to read the Pasuk is Beis Chalot after she does Chalitza, V'nikra Shmoi B'Yisrael, she's allowed, she's allowed to all marry all of Klal Yisrael. Hutshu L'Chal Yisrael, Banal, once she... This, she does chalitza, Yisrael. So it's learned out from the words be Yisrael. The word be Yisrael teaches you that once she does chalitza, she's mutter to all of Klal Yisrael. 
So the Gemara says, "Ha Yisrael hu lahachi yudasa." So you're telling me the word Yisrael is the one to, is the is the source to tell you that she's allowed to remarry to all of Klal Yisrael. I thought we needed for something else. Rav Yudam Shmuel teaches you that the word Yisrael means that the Bezdin that sees the Chalitza have to be Jews as opposed to Goyim. So, by the way, the Rishayim already explained, of course Goyim can't be on the Bezdin. What it means is, if you have a person whose mother is a, go- a Jew, but father is a guy. So from a halachic perspective, they're Jewish, but they are not Roy to be on the Bezdin for Chalitza. Chalitza, it says Yisrael, which means both parents have to be Jewish. Even though if the mom's Jewish and the father's a guy, it's technically a Jew, but it's not kosher for the Bezdin of Chalitza. So you learn that out from Yisrael. So does Yisrael teach you that after Chalitza she's single and allowed to marry anybody? Or does it teach you that the Bezdin has to be both Jews, both parents Jewish? So the Gemara says, It says the word Yisrael twice. One is to tell you that she's motor to everybody, and one is to tell you that the Bezdin has to be comprised of 100% Jews. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. We still need the way Yisrael for something else. What do we need it for? Amar of Yehuda. Rav Yehuda says, we're once sitting with Rav Tarfin. And Yavama came to do Chalitza in front of us. And Rav Tarfin told us, the Bezdin has to verbally say, that the Bezdin has to verbally say, so the point is, apparently the word Yisrael, the word Yisrael um, is coming to tell you that, at least this Pasuk is coming to tell you, that the Bezdin has to verbally say these things, as opposed to just thinking it. So is Yisrael coming to teach you that she's mutter all of Yisrael, or is it coming to teach you that the Bezdin has to say the words that are required? So the answer is, the word Yisrael teaches you she's mutter to everybody. How do I know the Bezdin has to say it? It's not from Yisrael, it's Nikra Shemoy. Nikra Shemoy means the Bezdin has to verbally say. They have to say Nikra Shemoy, they have to say it. Yisrael comes to tell you that she's mutter all Yisrael. Okay. That's the source that after Chalitza, she's mutter to, uh, she is uh, single, and she's allowed to marry anybody. Then the Mishnah said, what's the other, the other thing that will allow her to marry anybody? Is the death of the Yavim. If the Yavim dies, she is also single. The question is, how do you know this? Mises HaYavim Minolim. Meaning, how do I know that after the death of the Yavim, she's mutter to everybody? Perhaps, after the death of the Yavim, she remains Aser. So the Gemara says, Kal Here's the following Kabbalah Chaimer. Uma Eshesish Shiva Chanek. Mises Abal Matirosa. Yivama Shiva Lav Lekol Shikain. Meaning like this. Yesterday's daf, we finished saying that every woman that's married, right, she's an Eshesish. Yeah? After the husband dies, she becomes single. She's a widow, she becomes single. That means that the Isser Eshesish is removed by the husband's death. So you want to know the same Shiloh by Yavama. A woman waiting to do Yibam is not allowed to marry anybody else, is a lav. How do I know when the Yavam dies that she's allowed to marry anyone else? The answer is Kavachaymer. If the death of the husband is strong enough to remove an Isser Eshesish, then the death of the Yavam should definitely be able to remove the lav that prevents her from marrying other people. Okay. So the Gemara says, but wait a minute, so you're telling me the source that when a Yavam dies that she's single is because it's, it's no worse, it's even better than a widow. The average widow has Eshesish and that's removed. So this Yavama had a lav, Kavachayim, that's removed. So the Gemara says, Bamala Eshesish, can Yoytze beget? 
how are you comparing this woman to an Aishas Ish? In Aishas Ish, the Isser is removed not just through death, but also through divorce. There's no divorce by uh, Yavama. The answer is there's Chalitza. So that's the counter argument that uh, they each have their own way of leaving other than death. The Gemara says, So what? No, so they both have, they're both, it's very, very similar. They're both bound to their husbands. In this case, the Yavama is the Yavam, the wife is the husband. And when the husband dies, the Eshes Ish goes away. So when the Yavam dies, the Eshel Lab goes away. And they, all, they both have a way of leaving their marriage other than death, get and chalitza. So it's pretty simple. The Gemara just says, I have one other problem. They're not comparable. Why? What causes the average wife to be usher? Her husband. Her husband died. What causes the Yavama to be usher? So you say the Yavam. Not really. It's more the first husband. The hus- the, it's the first husband. So the death of the Yavam shouldn't remove the Isser, if the, what's causing the Isser is her first husband. So the Gemara says, The answer is, The answer is, what, what makes this Yavama Aser is not her first husband. Her first husband is gone. It's the Yavam. The Yavam is really what's making her Aser to other people. Meaning, what makes her Aser to marry other people is not that her first husband died, and therefore it's that she, there's a Yavam around. And therefore the Yavam is an exact equation to the husband. When the husband dies, the Isser goes away. When the Yavam dies, the Isser goes away. Okay, fine. Very nice, very simple. The Gemara says like this. So you have an Eishas Ish, she leaves through Get, a Yavama leaves through Chalitza. So we've had this Gemara once before. The Kasha is, why don't we have the opposite? Why can't an Eishas Ish do Chalitza, and why can't a Yavama have a Get? So the Gemara says, Why can't an Eishas Ish leave with Chalitza? You should be able to do Chalitza, and that should end your marriage. Why? How, what's the kavachaymer? Uma yevama sheni yotze beget. If a yevama who a divorce does not work, yotze bechalitza, she leads chalitza. Zushi yotze beget, ain't a din she yotze bechalitza. If the average woman has another way out of the marriage, that means that it's easy to break a marriage. So why shouldn't chalitza work? If chalitza works for a yevama when a get doesn't, so the average wife, a get works, chalitza should definitely work. So why doesn't chalitza work to end the average marriage? So the Gemara says, Amar Kras, Sefer Krisus. Sefer Kursa, Vindavrachet Kursa. We had this in the end of Gittin. That Sefer Krisus, the Pasuk says that the end of the marriage, you have a Sefer Krisus, you have a divorce. A divorce ends the marriage to the exclusion of Chalitza. Okay? We, com- we compare it in the situations that. What, what do you mean? When do we say that? Today? Oh, 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 no, that was just that, that the Gemara's point was that there's a uniqueness of how they both end, meaning we're comparing the death of the Yavam to the death of the husband. So the Gemara says, yeah, but the wife has a way out through divorce, which the Yavama does not. And the answer is, well, the Yavama has Chalitza. So they both have, so the answer is those points are irrelevant. Sort of take that away and just go back to the original, which is death and death. But but the but that that still can work with this with this cheshbon that the gemara is saying that sefer krisus that dafka divorce works to the exclusion of chalitza but they still have get and they still have chalitza they still have a uniqueness the other one does not have now the gemara says the opposite okay you're right the average wife chalitza is not going to work so let's get a yavama to leave with a get kavachaymer if the average woman where chalitza doesn't work but she's able to get divorced, then this woman who chalitza works, kavachaymer, she should be able to get divorced. The exact opposite kavachaymer. So the Gemara says, meaning what's the source? 
that if you give a get to a Yavama, it doesn't work biblically? The answer is kacha. When the Pasuk says, uh, by chalitza, it says the word kacha. Kacha is always, it means li'ikuva. It means kacha. It has to be done kacha, like this. To the exclusion of something else. You have to chalitza, kacha, and not a get. Kacha li'ikuva. Okay. Meaning, in other words, it's interesting. You have a kalvachaymer that would allow a, chali, a, a yavama to have a get. Right? The kalvachaymer would allow it. But the word kacha overrides the kalvachaymer. Here's the problem. The problem is... You're telling me that whenever there's a kavachaymer, but you have the word kacha, kacha is one of the lashonas of the Torah that means li kuva. There are different ones. Kacha is one, chuka is one. They're different words. Uh, Tiyeh is another one. There are certain words in the Torah that imply it's got to be the way I say it. Okay? You're telling me that you have a kavachaymer to allow a yavama to do a get. That's the kavachaymer. But the word kacha overrides it. The problem is we have by Yom Kippur. A similar situation that you have a kavachaymer one way, the word chuka would override it, and the Gemara says, I need another pasuk. Meaning, you see from the Gemara in, 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 in Yuma, as we're going to see in a moment, that although you have the word chuka, which is the equivalent of kacha, and you have a kavachaymer, so right now we're saying kavachaymer tells you one way, the word kacha wins. But by Yuma, we have a kavachaymer, you have the word chuka against it. So I would say chuka wins. But over there, you need another Pasuk. So it's like, if, uh, if you have a Kavachimer and then you have a standard word that implies it's got to be a certain way, not like the Kavachimer, we're saying the word wins. But the Gemara Yuma indicates that it's even and you need another Pasuk. So which one is it? So like right now we're saying again, you have a Kavachimer to allow a woman to remarry, to, to get divorced with a Yavama, to get divorced, but the word Kacha wins straight up. It means that word beats the Kavachimer. The problem is by Yuma, it's not like that. How so? Anytime you have a Pasuk in the word that, a Pasuk in the Torah, a word in the Torah that implies Ikuva. It's got to be a certain way. Like Kacha. Because again, the word doesn't say no get. It doesn't say that. It just says, do it the way I say. Kacha. It's got to be like Chalitza. There are other words like that. Chuka is another one. And we find by Yuma, a Kavachimer one way, the word Chuka is the other way, and that doesn't win. So, and you need another Pasuk. So the Gemara says, Hayom Kippurim Dechsev Gairul V'chuka. Okay? The Pasuk describes the Gairul, right? And we know that he has the two goats. The, the Kain Gadol does a lottery to decide which one's Lazaza and which one's Lashem. And it says the word Chuka. Chuka implies it's got to be the way the Torah describes. Okay? The Gemara says like this, how do I know, what if the Kayin Gadol decides, I'm not doing a lottery, I'm just going to announce it. I'll just announce it. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just say, this animal's Azazel, this animal's Lashem. It doesn't work. Now, you'll say, the word Chuka. It's got to be it. The Gemara says, yeah, but I would have a Kavachimer saying it's okay. How so? I really have a Kavachimer that would say it's fine. What's the Kavachimer? When it comes to the average carbon, where lotteries are not an option, Kiddush Hashem, orally, dis- orally consecrating works, in a, the, when it comes to the goats where the, the lottery does work, Kavachimer, that, uh, that uh, I mean, the average carbon, a, a lottery is not going to work. If you just if you just go over to like a standard oila and instead of declaring it you just pick out of a, a you know of a hat it says oila that doesn't work you have to say it 
So over here, where lottery works, kavachaymer that verbalizing it should also work. So you have a kavachaymer saying that you don't have to actually use a lottery, but the word chukah says you have to do it. So I would say kacha it wins, chukah wins. But what does the gemara say? Tamaloyma vasochatas. I have another pasuk. Asochatas a girl is a chatas vein shemay sochatas. Asochatas that's dafka through the girl that is made chatas. So the question is, why over here does the word kacha override the kavachaymer? But by Yom Kippur, by Yuma. The Kavachaymer and the word Chuka, which is the Kivan of Kacha, they're equal, and you need another Pasuk to win. So, does the word win or not? The answer is. So, what do you see from this? You see from this sugya that the word Kacha is not going to win. So, we had a Kasha before. How do I know that Yavama cannot have a get? So, we said, it says Kacha. I, I have a Kavachaymer that says that it should work. Kacha. Kacha is not going to win. So throw that out. So we're back to the original question. How do I know that a get, that Yavama cannot have a get, even though I have a Kavach that says that she should? And don't tell me Kacha, because Kacha just makes it evil. E- equal, even. It doesn't actually win. So Amar, Kra Allah, the Pasuk says, when you write a divorce, V'kasav law Sefer Krisus, Allah v'loy Yavama. Allah, Dafka, a wife, gets a divorce, and not a Yavama. Okay. Ah, Maybe the word law is not excluding a Yavama, but it's saying that the get has to be written lishma, right? Law, because of law, it has to be written for her. The Gemara says, Trey Lok Sivi. It says the word law twice. One is that it has to be lishma, and one is to the, exclu- to the exclusion of Yavama. Okay. I need the word law twice anyway. One is that it has to be written for the wife, and one is that you cannot write it. It's similar that you can't, if let's say a guy has two wives that have the same name. So he writes it for both of them. How do I know that that doesn't work? That's law. So it, it is similar that it's, you know, a lack of lishma, but you need twice. One is to say law, lishma, that you can't just write it for Rachel and give it to Leah. The second law is to tell you that if you have two wives that are named Rachel, and I'm the husband, so I'm writing it as the husband for my wife named Rachel. Kind of should work. No, law says no, it has to be specifically for that wife in mind. So I, I've used both laws up. So how do I know love? How do I know Yivama can't do Yibam? Can't do get. Now, the answer is okay, you're right. Go to the Chalitza. When it says Chalitza, it says Nal, you take off the shoe. Nal in Midiachrin Aloy. Dafka, the marriage is ended through the shoe, not by a get. Okay? So the word Nal teaches you that. So Gemara says, wait a minute. So Drosha Gemara. Wait a minute. I thought, I thought the word now teaches you something else. The word now, we're going to see, is uh, it teaches you that the husband's, it doesn't have to be the husband's shoe. Let's say uh, it happens to be practically, it's not the husband's shoe, it's the bezin shoe that they give to the husband. How do you know that it doesn't have to, the husband doesn't have to own the shoe? Because now includes all shoes. So the Gemara says, we need it for the following price. And now, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, it's a different pasuk. The pasuk says, yeah, "This is a, uh, yeah, this is the pasuk before, right? The pasuk we were referring to is, is pasuk yud. This is pasuk tes. Naloi, the pasuk says his shoe. naloi. I only know that it has to be owned by the husband. Now shekoladaminolei. How do I know that it has? To, it could be any shoe. Tamalemer now now riva. The extra word now comes to tell you that any shoe." So if it could be any shoe. So the word now is coming to teach you any shoe. So if it says any shoe, why does it say na'aloi? It's prat na'aloi haruyaloi, prat legadosh in yachal ha'alachboi, prat legadosh shin chuvas revragloi, and prat go to the next page, l'mesum shen la'ekev. Na'aloi doesn't mean that he has to own the shoe, but it has to be that it's wearable. 
if let's say the shoe doesn't fit him because his foot is too big, or it's so big that he can't pick it up, it's three feet long and he can't physically lift it and walk with it without falling over, then it's not good. Because now loy means it has to be roi loy. So here's the kasha. You're telling me that the source that Yivama cannot do chalitza is from the word nal, nal in, but nal teaches you that it doesn't have to be owned by the husband. So which one is it? Does nal teach you that it has to be his shoe, that it could be any shoe that doesn't have to own by him? Or is it coming to teach you dafka chalitza to the exclusion of get? The answer is, im ke nichtav kro nal, my hanal shaminotarti. The answer is actually, hey, you learn how both. One is to tell you the word nal comes to teach you that it could be owned by anybody. The extra hey, hanal comes to teach you that dafka chalitza to the exclusion of get. Yeah, this, uh, yeah. Okay, new sugya. We'll run through it fairly quickly. Um, this sugya is dealing with the laws of an Evid Ivri. Now, there are four types of Evid Ivris. There's a person who steals and cannot pay, and that's he's sold by Bezdin. That's the most famous one. You have someone who's a girl who's an Amma Ivriya who's sold by her father under the age of Bat Mitzvah. You have thirdly, which is a person who sells himself just because he's poor just optionally sells himself, not because he has to. And the last one is if a Jew sells himself to a guy that has its own halachas. Those are the four types of Jewish slaves. Okay. Now the reason why it's important to remember is because the Gemara is going to have like like a certain halacha in the Mishnah, the Gemara is going to need four sources for it because there are four different types. So every single type needs its own source. Okay. Mishnah says like this, Eved Ivri, a Hebrew slave, a Jewish slave, nikna bekesef ubeshtar. You can acquire a Jewish slave with kesef and shtar. Now, the Gemara, it's going to become very clear, this is three out of the four. When a guy buys him, it's only kesef. The shtar does not work, it's not a Kenyan that's chal by goyim. So, but for the other three types, where you're de- being purchased by a Jew, let's say uh, an Amevria, or a person who was stole and bezdin sold him, he is purchased by another Jew, by either Kesef or Shtar, okay? Now, how does he leave slavery? First of all, you reach Shemitah, six years, then you reach Shemitah, you're out. Once Shemitah comes, you're released, unless, by the way, unless you decide to stay, and that's the whole uh, piercing in the ear, which we'll have to see exactly uh, what type of slave has piercings, right? Because not all four. Definitely not Amevria, definitely not a guy. The question is, um, those are the only two options that you could have for a piercing. Okay, but you leave with uh, Shemitah, and if you decide to stay and you get the piercings, then you definitely leave by Yoival. Or you could purchase your way out. Uh, the way that would mean is let's say you're sold for six years and you owe $600. That's why you were sold for $600. So we do it that each year is worth $100. If after two years you want out and you could get $400 to buy yourself out, then you could buy yourself out for four years. Now, an Amevriya is one of the four, but she has another way of being released, and that's when she becomes Bat Mitzvah. When she becomes Bat Mitzvah, she's also out. Once a girl becomes Bat Mitzvah and she has two Sairas, then she leaves automatically. Okay. Haritsua Nikna Biritsia, the servant who does Ritsua, which is the piercings. He becomes a slave through uh, piercing his ear. Okay. When does the one who has a piercing leave? Either through Yoival or when his master dies. When his master dies, he does not have to continue working for the children or the siblings. He's out. Okay. Fine. Fine. 
Now, okay. Eved Ivri Nikna Bekasef Minolan. The first line in the Mishnah was that an Eved Ivri is purchased with Kasef. Now, again, there's four types of Eved Ivri. So I'm going to need a Pasuk for all four. So the Gemara says, Minolan, how do I know? So the Gemara says, Mikasef Miknasai. The Pasuk says that um, you should, uh, the mon- he was acquired through money. Mikasef Miknasai, meaning when you buy your way out, you were purchased with money and you, you get you out with money. Milamish Nikna Bekasef. Okay. So you see, Kesef Miknasa, he's purchased with Kesef. Okay, it's a good source. Now, again, Now, that Pasuk is referring to. Now, I only know, I'm sorry, out of the four, which is the most obvious that it could be with Kesef when you're sold to a guy, because Goyim don't have any other form of a Kenyan. So, How do I know that this Pasuk? How do I know that this halacha applies to being sold to Jews as well? Okay. Yeah, now this pasuk, this is referring to Dafka to a guy. How do I know that it refers to the other three? So, the Gemara says like this. The pasuk says by an Amahevriya that she could buy her way out. As we, we talked about this, uh, I think a few days ago, that if an Amahevriya is, let's say, purchased for $600 for six years... She could buy her way out, and she deducts each year. The pasuk clearly describes again each year being hundred dollars. You see that the pasuk is clearly describing a purchase of an amavria through money, right? If she was purchased by a star, then it's not gonna. That's not what we're talking about. Obviously, it's money, and she's deducting her value per year that she works. It's obviously kesef. So we have sold to a guy, and now we have an amavria. So the Gemara says, but Amevriya is not going to be a good source for the other ones. Why? Because in Amevriya, you could do Kedushin with her through Kesef. So maybe an Amevriya could be purchased with Kesef because she's Bechalal, she's a, she's a woman who could be Mekadish with Kesef. So maybe she's more inclined for Kesef to work with her. The Gemara says, Maybe this is Dafkin Amevriya. Again, we have a source by a guy, but that's only true. You can't apply to the other ones because guys don't have all the kinyanim. So of course it's going to be kesef. But a Jew that has shtar, maybe it's only shtar. The answer is we have a pasuk by amevria. But that's also not good because by a woman is nakadish with kesef. So maybe that's why she can be purchased with kesef. A man cannot be makadish with kesef, right? You, the, the, you can't go over to a man and then uh, a woman can't go over to a man makadish with kesef. Doesn't work. So so maybe he also can't be purchased with kesef. So what's the source for the other two? Uh, types of uh, a Jewish slave. The pasuk says that a you bought a Jewish slave or an amevria and he worked for six years. The pasuk equates in amevria to a Jewish slave. So just like an amevria is purchased with kesef, so to a Jew is purchased with kesef. Okay, there was two left. Yeah, we had sold to a guy, we got that covered. Amevria covered. We had two left. One is sold by Bezdin, and one is sold willingly because you're poor. One of them just got covered. So the Gemara says, Ashkechin Machuru Bezdin. The Pasuk that it's referring to is being sold by Bezdin. So we got sold to a guy, we got Amevria, and now we got sold to Bezdin. But again, that's, that has a uniqueness because when you're sold by Bezdin, you're being sold against your will. Maybe that's why Kesef works. Someone who's willingly selling himself because he's poor, how do I know? So that's the last one that we're still trying to figure out. So the Gemara says, Yalif Sacher Sacher. We're going to see in a moment, there was a Tana, Ravalazar. Ravalazar is of the opinion that there is a word Sacher Sacher, and that is that there is a connection between Meicher Bezdin 
to Meicher Atzmai. They, they have all identical halachas. That's Rav Lazar's opinion. Therefore, so according to Rav Lazar, if Meicher Bezdin is Nikna Bekesef, Meicher Atzmai is Nikna Bekesef. But if you don't hold like Rav Lazar, and Meicher Bezdin and Meicher Atzmai have different halachos, then how do you know that if you sold yourself due to poverty, how do I know that you could be purchased by another Jew with Kesef? So the Gemara says, According to the Tana, as we'll see in a moment, which is the Tanakama, I don't think there's a name. The Tanakama, who's Chaylik on Rav Lazar, who feels that there is no connection between Meicher Bezin and Meicher Atzmai, how do I know that if you're Meicher Atzmai, that you could be purchased with Kesef? The answer is Omar Kra. The Pasuk says, the Chisasig. The Pasuk says regarding a, um, uh, a Jew who's sold to a guy, look so at Rashi. Rashi says, what does this mean? The Pasuk says, now what we already covered that if you sold to a guy that you, you could be Kesef. That, that was the first Pasuk. It says, V'chi Sasig. V'chi is connecting. The Parsha before that is Moichar Atzmai. So you connect the two Parshas if V'lamid Elyon Mitachten and you go backwards. Meaning, so if this Parsha B, right, Parsha A, and then it's juxtaposed to Parsha B, and connected with a Vav, Parsha B is Meicher Atzmai Levi Kechavim, that we already had a Pasuk, so you go backwards, reverse it, and therefore if Meicher Atzmai Levi Kechavim, you could be Kesef, so too Meicher Atzmai Stam to a Jew could also be Kesef. Okay, now we referenced before, that's the end of that discussion, now we referenced before that there is a Machleikas Tanoyim, whether to be Dirish Sachir Sachir, to connect the halachas of a, a slave that was sold by Bezdin to a slave that sold himself willingly. What is that referring to? Man of Sachir Sachir. What is that a reference to? Who's the Tana who disagrees with this? So, hi Tana who? It's the following Tana. The Tanya, Hamaycher Atzmai, Nimka. Okay, so this is interesting. This Bryce is going to tell us the differences between Meicher Atzmai and Meicher Bezdin. Okay? Difference number one. If you're sold by Bezdin, it's up to Shemitah, not past that. If you're sold by yourself, you could stay for 10 years. Can't pass Yoival, but you could stay for 10 years. If let's say you're selling yourself out of poverty and you write in the contract, I'm in for 10 years, yeah, good. The whole six-year cap and done by Shemitah is a Meicher Bezdin thing. That's number one. Secondly, there is no ritzia if you sell yourself. There is no boring your ear. That is not a parsha that applies to that, that you could just stay past Shemitah. You don't have to give a, give a piercing. The whole piercing thing is it's dafka when you're sold by Bezdin. Because again, by the way, it makes sense. If you actually look, like, remember all the Rashis about, about Nirza, it's the same ear that heard. It's always dealing with someone who, uh, who did Averis. So he stole, sold by Bezdin. Number three, the Pasuk says that when a servant goes free, you're supposed to give him gifts. Says the, says the Tanakama, that's only true when you're sold by Bezdin. When you sold yourself and you leave, you don't get any severance gifts. And the last one, it's a very strange halacha, which we know that a Jewish slave, although they're 100% Jews, they're allowed to... To, to mate, I, I use mate because it's not a kedushin. They're allowed to be with a shifcha kananis in order to make more slaves. Says the Gemara, that's only true for meicher bezdin, not meicher atzmai. So this Tana separates meicher bezdin to meicher atzmai. That all the halachas that we're familiar with are all meicher bezdin, shifcha kananis meicher bezdin, 
Shmita Meichar Bezdin. Gifts, Meichar Bezdin. Piercings, Meichar Bezdin. Meichar Atzmai have none of these halachas. Comes Rav Elazar and he says, no. Zevze in a nimkel shesh. Zevze nirza. Zevze manikunle. Zevze rabbi Moshe Shifchik Kanadis. Rav Elazar says all the halachas are identical. So the Tanakhama separates Meichar Bezdin to Meichar Atzmai. And Rav Elazar says, no, they're all identical. Correct. Correct. That's the point. There is no nirza because you don't have to leave by shemitah. You could just, you could just stay longer. Again, according to the Tanakhama, there's a distinction. Rav Elazar says no. The halachas are identical. What's the machlekas about? Oh, my lab b'hakamifugi. Tanakhama lo yolif sachir sachir. Rav Elazar yolif sachir. It must be the machlekas is as follows. The word sachir sachir connects meicher atzmai to meicher bezdin. Rav Elazar feels he has that zereshava in his mesora, and therefore he feels the halachas are the same. The Tanakhama does not. According to the Tanakhama, there is no zereshava, meaning there is no connection between meicher atzmai to meicher bezdin. The halachas are completely separate. That must be the machlekes. So Gemara says no. Amar Rav Tivyumi Mishmei Dabaya, the Kuli Alma Yol Sacher Sacher, Vahachabai Krokemifugim. The answer is no. Really, everyone agrees Sacher Sacher. Everyone agrees that Meicher Atz and Meicher Bezdin are the same. It's dafka for these four halachas that there's a machlokas. Meaning, the Tanakama has the Mesorah of Sacher Sacher connecting Meicher Atz to Meicher Bezdin for many halachas. Not that I'm aware of right now. I can't think of them right now. But for many halachas, they're the same. It's Dafka for these four that he feels these four are the exceptions. And as we'll see right now, we're going to go through a Pasuk, each four proving that these are the exceptions. So we thought at first that when the Tanakhama separates Meichar Atzim and Meichar Bezdin, it's because he has no connection between the two. The answer is no, he has Sacher Sacher. He believes Meichar Atzim and Meichar Bezdin are the same in general, just these four are the exceptions. How so? So let's go through each one. What was the first one? The first one is, can a Meichar Atzmai stay Pashmita if he negotiates that? If when he is sold, he negotiates, hey, I'm going to stay for 10 years, does that work? Rav Eloza says no. The Tanakhama says yes. Now we're saying everyone agrees that Sacher Sacher equates the two. But this is the exception. How so? My time in Tanakhama. Why is that the Tanakhama, if he believes Sacher Sacher connects Meichar Asa Meichar Bezdin, then how come he feels that if you sell yourself willingly, you could stay Pashmita? When Meichar Bezdin cannot, the answer is There's it, it, a special pasuk. The pasuk describes when you're sold by Bezdin. It says Avod Shanim, that when you're Meichar Bezdin, you'll serve for six years. Avod Shanim Dafka Meichar Bezdin works for six years to the exclusion of Meichar Atzmai. So generally, a Meichar Atzmai is the same as a Meichar Bezdin in halacha, but this is the first exception because it says Avod Shanim, you'll work for six years. Dafka Meichar Bezdin works for six years to the exclusion of Meichar Atzmai. What does Rav Lazar do with this? Because he feels the halachas are the same. He uses vavadcha to say, not to say that meicher bezdin is different from meicher atzmai, but vavadcha He says that dafka when a meicher bezdin that you have to serve, it's lechavalalayyarish that a meicher bezdin does not have to serve the yarshim. Now, what does that mean? So Rashi explains. There's different yarshim. When a guy dies, his kids take over. A meicher bezdin has to serve his kids, but. If let's say he has no kids and he has a brother, the Meicher Bezin does not have to serve him. Vavod does not mean to the exclusion of Meicher Atzmai because Meicher Bezin and Meicher Atzmai says Lozer, are identical. What it means, Vavod Dafka, he's going to serve you, he's not going to serve your brother. Okay? The Idach and the Tanakama who uses Vavod to the exclusion of Meicher Atzmai, how does he know that you won't have to serve the Yarshim by Meicher Bezin? Avod it says Avod twice. 
Ve'idach. And according to Rav Lazar, what is the second Vavadcha teaching you? That's just coming to appease him to let him go free. Meaning, the Pasuk is saying, you always, you always have this like delicate balance of what's the drasha and what's the Pashup shot of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, So we're using it to the exclusion of others. You know, Vavadcha means you're going to let him go after Shemitah. You're going to feel bad about this. You're going to be a little salty. You have to let your slave go. He worked for you for six years. Like, Count your blessings a little bit. So the Pasuk is not coming for any other drush. It's just telling you. It's telling you. Don't be so salty about the fact that you have to lose your slave. So basically, just to summarize this last point, both the Tanakam and Rav both believe that Sacher Sacher connects in Meicher Atzma and Meicher Bezdin, but they just feel that these four halachas, the Tanakama feels, are the exceptions. The first one being that the Meicher Atzma can stay Pashmita, and that was based on this Pasuk. Tomorrow, we're going to be going through the following three, to prove that how the Tanakama looks at the next three is also being the exceptions of why Amaychar Atzmei doesn't have gifts and doesn't have nirtsa and doesn't, you know, and then, uh, you know, all those halachas that we're going to cover tomorrow. But we'll stop here.